Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting where today I'm going to talk about how American Idol contestants make you want to cry. So the big question is this, how are parents like us who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about how American Idol contestants make you, make me want to cry. See, as a parent, um, when I watch this show, and I'll tell you, I, every year it sucks me in. Uh, I used to say I used to watch it at the beginning to watch the people who couldn't really sing, and they used to get, uh, you know, picked on by the judges, and there was this kind of the duds and then the good ones, and you didn't know which one was going to come on, and then that surprise contestant uh, that didn't look the part, didn't look like an American Idol, but could belt out a song like you wouldn't believe, or the one that looked like the American Idol and couldn't sing for anything, you know, and, and, um, so the new season's begun and it just so happens to fall on the day that my son started, my older started his second season of baseball. So I'm going to cover two little stories in this, or probably a few stories, but the power of someone's story is what gets American Idol. Uh, where these people come from, uh, what their background is, that they're in some small town in Wichita, Kansas, or, um, or they're from another country and came from pretty practically nothing and enjoy some type of popular music here in the United States and they could almost mimic that as if you're listening to the original artist they have such amazing voices and the story of how these young people have found their talent is amazing so as we or as I listen to the stories I'm not even going to joke. I sit there and I end up crying at all of these touching stories. And here's the reason. Because if you're a parent, listen to me. If you're a parent, I imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you're a parent. I start envisioning my young children at a point in their life where they're really coming into their own and they're really finding their passion and they're really developing whether they're an athlete or they're into uh, music or they're an artist. They're starting to find themselves as a person. So to watch some of these children at times, you know, 15, 16 years old, have this amazing talent that they obviously discovered somehow and they actually love doing this stuff. It just brings me joy to watch young people get an opportunity to act, an opportunity to exercise those skills. 
and I just get emotional about it. And I think I'm just a big wuss because I'm a, I'm a dad, I'm a parent. And I picture my own boys finding their passion in life and their love and potentially their purpose um, of how they can impact people. And in this particular scenario of American Idol, right? It's, it's what, it, what is music? It's a way to tell a story. And storytelling is so important. Now, part of the reason I wanted to do this episode is yesterday was that first practice of the new season. And we show up to the field and for whatever reason, our, our field changed and it's the new coach. So I don't even know what he looks like. Can't really look for the team. And I said to myself, don't worry about it. There's an empty field over there. We'll figure it out. But let's do a little batting practice and I start pitching him some balls and we're laughing and I kind of get lost and, and another kid comes up to me and goes are you my coach and his team is the Angels and I said what team are you on and he goes the Angels and I said I'm not your coach but if you find them um, let, let us know and his mom says weren't we supposed to be on this field I said yeah nobody was there so we just came over here and started playing and he's excited about baseball and, and and he, he's swinging a bat. He's like, Dad, I'm tired. I said, well, let me swing a few. And then we're fielding and we're just laughing and playing. And then the mom went to another field and found it, came over to me and says, hey, the team's over here. You're missing out on practice. And I kind of got lost in the moment playing with my son, right? Just me, him, a field, a bat, and a ball, and a glove. And then he got over to practice. And he's not the best baseball player in the world. But he tries so hard. And I'm watching him grow. Because last year's coach was great. He was perfect for my son. Why was he perfect? Because it was his first year. And I didn't want anybody taking away the joy of, of playing a game. At the end of the day, this is a game. That he could learn to grow and love. By making it more competitive than it needed to be. Um, he was just a really great coach. For where he was coming into it it was a lot of just fun let the boys have fun if they get a little bit better each game and each practice that's all that matters and there wasn't and i'll be honest there wasn't a lot of structure to the practices although they were structured there wasn't a lot of discipline or hustle or any of that and i thought it was good for him because he was there with a lot of friends now yesterday's practice it was a colder day it was a weekend and the Honestly, like not everybody showed up. It was there was five of them, and because there were five of them, there was a lot of hustling going on. And the coach was putting them in drills, and they had to go the next guy, and the next guy, and the next guy, and they were sprinting from position to position, and they were barely having enough time to set up. And he just kept hitting balls at them. Get one at shortstop. Run over to second base. Throw it to first base. Back over to shortstop. Ground the ball. And, and, and then they're throwing to first base. So there's really four kids doing this rotation. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, man, he's making these kids hustle. He's making them work. He's making them concentrate. But here's the key. He was very encouraging through the entire process. And I appreciated that from the new coach. So afterwards, my son says to me, 
and said, hey, you had a great practice today. And we're pulling away. And he says, he goes, man, Dad, you stand out there the entire time and just watch. It must be boring to just watch. And in that moment, I realized it's not boring. And I told him, I said, there's nothing boring about watching you grow and learn and receive coaching and respond to it and get better. Because uh, every ounce of me as a dad, right? We got things to do. And, and I had some work I could get done on my phone or some stuff I could read. And I was like, eh, it's the first practice. They're not going to be doing much. Last year was slow. And, I, and I, I'm just glued to these young kids developing a craft. And I can't take my eyes off my own kid as I watch him grow and learn. See, I don't know jack about parenting. What I do know is if you can stay present as much as we can stay present in the moment and enjoy this process of their growth, you're going to come out the other end with very little regret. And I find myself, no matter how many distractions I have in the world, that I am glued to him when he's in his learning process whether he's showing me a video game and I'm listening to the way his little mind works or if he's out on a baseball field or if he's in the Cub Scouts and they're doing some type of activity like building the Pinewood Derby car whenever he's in growth mode and he's always in growth mode and I really pay attention I'm just mesmerized and it brings tears to my eyes to be able to be that present and enjoy watching my children most specifically right now because he's a little bit older my children grow in ways that I haven't seen before so if I have a message for today other than the tears it is to be as present as you possibly can because these days are numbered where you get them in your presence every single day enjoy them you get to be around your children and not everybody can say that so if that's a, a place where you're at, enjoy them as long as you possibly can. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.